Welcome to the Portland Real Estate Podcast, Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one show for real estate news and information. Without further ado, here are your hosts and a couple of guys who as busy realtors and successful brokerage owners know a thing or two about real estate. Steve Nassar of Premier Property Group and Joe Fistolo of Soldera Properties. Welcome, everybody. Excited to be back on the Portland Real Estate Podcast on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. It's always interesting when the weather goes from way too cold to way too hot with nothing in between. Today's out tweener day, and I'm enjoying it. We've got an exciting guest here, Scott Fowser, Joe Fastolo. You and Scott go a ways back, so I will let you do the introductions. Welcome back, Joe. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Yep. I've known Scott for a really long time and he's got a good thing going on with House Happy. And kind of the purpose of this podcast, number 151, is to shed light to our subscribers as to what House Happy is. So if you've never heard of it, we're going to ask all the important questions to put them on the spot. And this is in no way really an endorsement or a sales job for House Happy happy. We're just going to ask the important questions and get as much info as we possibly can from Scott. I've known Scott for, I don't know, 20, 30 years, and you may too, if you ever watched General Hospital. (laughs) Sorry for bringing that up. Anyway, welcome, Scott, with House Happy. Thanks, guys. Now I got to Google Scott. <laughs> I did not know the General Hospital connection, man. Oh, it, it was I'm a very regular small watcher part. of that show. I'm just kidding. I don't watch that show, but very small part, long ago. What? Tell us about it. It, it came up. I'm googling you. So, what? What did you do? Who were you? I was what? the I was the quarterback of Port Charles High. So I I was at a that's the so that's the school associated in in that little town of where the show is set. So. It was a small deal. I got hurt. I was on the news. It was just a, like literally a one day deal. And um, yeah, it never comes up every once in a while. It's pretty funny. How old were you at the time, Scott? 18, I think. Oh my gosh. Good yeah. for you. Exciting. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us what you've done since then. Tell us a little bit about you since you were 18. Uh, well, gosh, not too long after that, I started in real estate. I started out in the commercial sector down in Los Angeles. I did my first principal transaction right after college, bought a single family lot on uh, overlooking the ocean in Malibu and made the easiest money I've ever made in my life. I flipped it four days later for a $260,000 profit. So like, this is easy stuff, man. I'll do more of that. So got into brokerage, did a lot of those you know transactions in the, in the real estate market down in Los Angeles. Started a company called uh, Pacific West Properties. Was in the brokerage side, doing doing deals really from downtown West. Moved up here in '93. Got back into brokerage, working with a company called McGregor Millet Associates, selling land, putting small apartment deals together, and then started a company called RealNet in 2000. We were Inc. 500 company twice. We were one of the first tenant common sponsors in the U.S. and did about. Oh gosh, we operated about 2 million square feet in 10 states, overall transacted about a billion dollars in deals. And then I started a company called Gruntworks a few years ago, back in 2011. That was I've heard of them. Happy. What's that? I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
started yeah. and then, then that got sold to House Happy in about eight years ago. And then since then we repositioned or the House Happy was being repositioned away from a search portal into what it is now, which is basically this tool to help homeowners take care of their house and keep agents, lenders, and contractors all top of mind with their customers for as long as they're in their homes. So I guess as a segue, we'll, and we're, we're going to dig deep into this, Scott. As agents, we all know painfully well, and you had some pretty interesting stats to share with us. I think we this would be a good time to talk about it, that we sell homes and we don't know when they're going to sell again, right? Like, you know, the they say the average person lives in a home, I think, probably six or seven years, right? But I've had clients that live there for one year, and I've had other clients live there for 25, 30 years, right? And I, yep. well, I guess I don't have, I haven't been in the business 30 years, so, or 25 years for that matter. So I, do, I don't have those clients yet, but I have people that I've helped who lived in their home at least that long, right? So, we know that we need, we as agents, we just need to stay in front of them, right? We need to be there whenever that day comes that they're ready to do something. And we want to be top of mind is, is the, the word that we always use. So what you guys have done, and we there's a, there's a variety of ways we as agents do this, right? But what you've done is come up with a very clever and innovative way to to do that. So Tell us a little bit about it. Tell us the stats that you were you were telling us the other day. Joe and I had a, a conference call with you a couple of weeks ago, and you you were throwing out some stats that I've heard before, mind you, that are kind of scary, actually. Yeah, I mean it's it's fascinating, you know, having been in a number of businesses over the years. You know, customer retention, customer acquisition cost, and customer retention lifetime value, all like huge drivers for your business. Mortgage and real estate have like two of the lowest retention rates of any industry out there. And it's, I mean, statistically speaking, I, I believe it's like 88% of people will forget their real estate team less than a year after they close the transaction. It's crazy. You know, and one of the realities is, I mean, everybody knows 20 real estate agents and five lenders. So it's like, how do you, how do you differentiate? How do you stay relevant? How do you stay connected to that customer in a way that re- makes them, you know, remember you and your brand? And it's it's not easy. It's not easy. There's too many distractions. I mean, back in the day of when relationships were a lot easier to maintain because you actually had a, a, a personal connection and there wasn't, you know, stuff being pushed into your feed every 16 seconds, whether you're, you know, you're looking online or you're on your social or you're on Facebook or Instagram, whatever, you're being promoted to by all these people who aren't, you know, aren't me, right? I mean, they're they're not people I have relationships with. And so they're trying to get my attention. So anyway, we we came up with this platform really that was built around this concept that, you know, one, well, there's a lot of there's a, a lot of pieces of our Genesis story, which is on the contractor side, it's like it's the same it's the same reality. As a plumber, how do you how do you get that customer back? What are you going to do with that customer? How are you going to engage them so that they remember you when they're not thinking about their plumbing? But if you then if you pair that with an electrical contractor, a landscaper, a housekeeper, whatever it is, and you've got all of that in one place and you're engaging with all those different aspects of it, you're making all of them individually relevant. And so when we layer on the agent or the lender taking care of their customer, helping them manage and maintain their largest investment and giving them all the tools that they need to do that within one pane of glass, right? So you've got your contractor, you've got your electrician, you've got your real estate broker, you've got your lender, you've got your insurance agents, and it's all here. It's all in one little pane of glass that they can manage and maintain their house within. It all makes sense. It all ties together. So we want to provide a single solution for basically maintaining and managing their house for as long as they're in it. 
So it's got, and that's where we've ended up. So the the Genesis story, right? I, I want to talk to like third graders for a second. Yeah. How was House Happy created? You know, formerly, you know, bought out Grunt Works, but yeah. how was it created? What was the reason you established that there was a need? What does it do exactly? And why is it something that someone couldn't just do themselves? So lots of questions, but yeah. I think if people know kind of what it is, yeah. why it was created, what it does, if we start there, then we can start getting more detailed, I think. Cool. Yeah. So I, I think what I'll start with was, was Gruntworks because Gruntworks is really has evolved into House Happy. And then we'll talk about House Happy after that. So Gruntworks was, was developed really around this idea that, you know, if, if you've ever ordered a service for your house, it's like, who am I going to get? Are they going to treat me fairly? Are they going to do a good job? Right. So we found that there was a lot of anxiety around solving those individual problems. And it didn't matter if it was your gutter cleaning or an electrician or a plumber or a housekeeper. I mean, you're bringing somebody into your house and there's a lot of anxiety that goes with that. And then if there's ever something that goes wrong, you're on your own to deal with it. Right. And you got to, you got to fight over it. And it's just a big pain. So there's a, there's a huge problem on that, on that side of the equation from the homeowner's perspective. And then you had the other side of the marketplace, which is the, the pros. The pros have the same problem. 70% of these pros fail within the first year of their business. It's like any other business, right? I mean, it's like they, they have to manage their business. They have to get customers. And a lot of great service pros are some of the worst people at marketing, at staying in touch with their customers. And I think we find the same thing in the real estate community and the mortgage community. It's like they're great at that that little window of time, that that time they're engaging in the transaction. They're great at find, finding the deals. They're great at putting the project together. They're great at the contract. But then when it comes time between the transactions, what do they do? They're they're missing it because they're out trying to find the next deal. And so what we wanted to do was was connect the dots. And it, again, it started in contracting and with homeowner and contractor. And, you know, and if you layer on where, where I came from, which was, we, you know, owning and operating all these buildings, everything in a building has a useful life, a roof, an HVAC system, a water heater, they all have an exist useful life. And, and those things expire at different times during your ownership cycle. And if they expire at the wrong time, they can be really expensive and you're not going to recover them when you go to sell. So how do we help the homeowner look at their biggest investment, like it really is their biggest investment. How do they manage it smartly? How do they get out in front of things? How do they how do they avoid the surprises that makes them have to go find money to replace their roof or to, you know, instead of locking away 50 bucks a month, because they know that in three years, they've got this bullet coming at them that they're going to have to pay for. So how do we help them have a better overall experience when you when you take, you know, contractor solution, homeowner solution, we put this into this, this platform to help people take care of their house and manage the largest investment. Step forward into House Happy, which originally started as a search portal and was determined that, you know, we don't need another one, right? There's a hundred of them out there. And so the investors in that company came, went to the, the, the guy they wanted to bring in as a new CEO and they said, what should we do here? And then they did a bunch of work on what people really wanted. And what they found was that there was all this, this demand for, I'd like to have, I'd like to ha understand my house better. I'd love to have a place where I can keep things. I don't have to keep it in a shoebox and, and store information and take care of this house and have a simple, better solution on service providers and management and all that stuff for their house. And so when we got connected through some mutual friends, the CEO, Dave Manugian, 
reached out to me and said, hey, we should talk because I'd been doing exactly what their customers, their their focus groups were telling them that they wanted. And so we merged and then went went forward and, and built this thing out at a national scale. So I don't know if that answered your question, Joe, as far as the Genesis story goes, but that's that's kind of why we ended up here. Um, so it's it's like the broker, lender, or realtor would provide it to the recent closing. And those people who just bought a house would have a number and it's like, hey, we got you house happy. So if they needed anything, they call the number and you have vetted people who are good, that show up sober, that aren't too expensive and kind of like Angie's list, but with trusted people. Is that sort of right? Sort of, but not really. So the the idea behind, well, first of all, when they get it, it originally started as a closing gift. That was kind of our our value proposition was give this to somebody at closing who's just bought their house, add it to, you know, if you give a bottle of champagne or a cutting board or whatever it is that you do, add the house happy piece because, you know, a lot of those other things end up in cupboards and, you know, they, they get stuffed away or they they eat the fruit basket or whatever, and then they're they're done with it, right? And so this is something that has some legacy value. But as far as like what they get, so they get this service, whether they're just closed or they're a past client or there's somebody you just met for coffee that you want to give them something of value to remember you and to maintain and manage their house and simplify their life. You can you can give it to them whenever. And it, stay, it helps you stay engaged with them at every stage of that home ownership cycle. But then what they get is they get they get an app, they get a phone number, they get a they get chat, they get text messaging, they get whatever they want, email, but they have a personal concierge who's available for them for whatever they need done. So if they need a painter, a plumber, electrician, landscaper, whatever, they've got one point of contact to get that stuff taken care of. Those service pros come to us from a lot of different channels, including if you had a group of 10 people that you love, that you know do great work, we'll bring them into our system, identify them as your preferred service pros so that if your clients request an electrician and you've got Steve, the electrician who you love, Steve's going to get the first chance of getting that job taken care of. If Steve doesn't respond or they're too busy, how does it contact price. Steve? How does how does it contact the electrician or any service provider? Is it an email to them? Is it a phone a text to them? So Both? procedurally, what happens is so if you, you know, let's just say you requested an electrician through your app. So you can go, you can text, you can chat, you can email, you can phone call, whatever. Once that gets into our system, it goes into there's a, there's a few questions that we answer. We build as much detail around the job as we possibly can so that people can even, you know, like we when we we include photos or we include data on the home, that's something we'll get into later about all the data we collect for the home so that the jobs become easy to fulfill and easy to price to the extent that they can be. I mean, you're not going to be able to get a bid on a remodeling your kitchen without going and doing a little bit of work, but to clean your gutters, to wash your windows, those kind of stuff, we can pre-price all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So then it goes into the system. And like I said, it goes down the waterfall. So, you know, Steve is your preferred electrician. Steve's going to get that first crack at it. If Steve doesn't respond. How, how does it notify Steve? Because I've noticed that most, most contractors don't frequently look at their emails. Can, it, is it, can it be set up to give them a text message? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So good. Good. It'll, it'll go, it goes actually whatever they sign up for, right? Text, email, phone okay. call, whatever. They're going to get, they're going to get those notifications. Okay. Or it could even do a phone call. Yeah, it depends on it depends on the what's available, right? Because we might get them, we might get a phone call if it's urgent. Okay. Generally speaking, we try to make it as as tech forward as possible. But you, we have the you the human touch as well. You said uh, there's a concierge. Can you can you expound on that a little bit? What sure. does that mean? That means it's an employee of House Happy who's there 
as a live person fulfilling this order? Is that what that means? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's what we find is that, I mean, first of all, there's a concierge available. So if somebody wants to talk to somebody and at different stages of the relationship at different types of jobs, different types of homeowners will have different preferences on how they want to engage. I mean, Joe, you might just want to have, you don't want to talk to anybody. You just want to get a text message, send text message, fulfill it, take care of it. And it's done. Other people or in other jobs that have a little more handholding, they'll be like, so I've got this I'm thinking about doing, and this is what I'm, you know, what I'm concerned about. And I've got a couple of different bids, but I don't know which is the right one for me. But the concierge will literally walk them through that and look at the pros and cons of the different the different options that they have and help them understand like really what their objectives are, right? So if they if they're thinking about doing something and one's like a ten thousand dollar option versus a three thousand dollar option, and they're they're depending on where they are in their cycle, what they want to achieve, they'll walk them through that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then, and then you've got a team. So you've got, if you're, you know, we've got different people who help fulfill it, but we've got one guy who handles basically Portland. Anybody who's in this market's going to, going to, I think, Joe, you even know him, James. Oh um, yeah. James is our concierge who leads up the Portland market. And he's got a couple of people who help him make sure that everything's running smoothly, but then to continue on our conversation. So once that pro gets the request from house happy about the job, then they'll respond back with either I need a site visit or here's my price or here's my range or whatever. Then the customer is going to get a notification that says there's a pro or pros interested in their job. And then they'll be drawn back to their dashboard, which we'll talk about later, that will show them the different bids that they have. It'll show here's you know pro A, pro B, pro C, has their information, includes what the job description is, what they're including in their bid, and then they can either accept them, reject them, ask questions, con- you know, talk to the concierge, but then they'll be able to schedule when they're available, what their preferred times are, when they're not available, they can upload photos, they can you know just make it a really easy experience for them. And then when they're done, they can pay through the app if they want, or they can pay the pro directly. And then they can also, when it, when it's completed, it'll also store all the information. It will store the, the receipts, the before and after photos, all the DNA of the job that was completed so that it does a few things. One, it kind of creates this like Carfax for your house, if you will. So when you go to sell it, you've got all this living history if you want to transfer that information to the next buyer. And it, it's just a super, super slick experience. So if if I enroll someone, I can first and foremost say, here's my little black book of people I've been keeping. And I, I like this guy for HVAC and this guy for roof and this guy. So you'll take first crack at all my preferred people. And if they're not around or don't get answered quickly, you'll go to the people you vetted. And yep. so what type of stuff? Like, let's say the buyer, what about I need a new roof? Covered. Okay. I need the exterior painted. Covered. Interior painted? Everything. Put the thing on the garage floor, the little acrylic stuff. Got it. Yeah. It doesn't windows, matter. Windows. I need new windows. I need windows tinted. Everything. All that stuff. Yeah. Landscaping. He needs a pole inserted in his living room. <laughs> We've <laughs> actually done that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I would like to use my installer first, but you know, I understand if he doesn't answer quickly that we would go yeah. to someone else. Yeah. Could we have three electricians of our own where it goes to the first one? If they don't answer in a timely fashion, it goes to the second one and the third one, and then it goes to your people. It'll typically, if you give us three, all three of those will get the notification at the same time. At the same time. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. So then to get out of the shoebox, 
once someone does something, then you guys go back online and say they have a train furnace. It was put in in 2019. It takes this size filter. It was serviced on this day. You guys have all that stuff? Typically, yeah. I mean, it just depends on. So the, the longer our app is in place, the, the smarter it gets. So there's a few things that we'll do. So our open rates on our emails that we send out, our service reminders are over 50%. And we send those out six to eight times a month. So it's like our cadence, our content, our our voice, everything has been honed so that we're we're getting the best open rates we possibly can. Cause that the more the more they see you, the better, right? We have less than a one percent opt-out rate too. So it's working. That's the that's an email from House Happy to the homeowner. Yep. Yep. Does it's, it brand us in the email? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, like you're it. very front. You're very Five, front and how forward. many times a month is it doing sending them an email? It's six to eight. And and I'll tell you what's wow. what's included in that cadence. So some of them are like, you did this last October, it's time to do it again. Right. That's that's one of them I get. We just negotiated a, a killer deal for, you know, for our house happy customers. And here's what that is. And you're welcome to take advantage of it and you'll save 300 bucks or whatever it is. It's spring and you know, we don't necessarily know what's up for your particular home, but it's spring. And it's something that you should do. It's time to change the filter in your HVAC unit. Here's the one you need. Press this button. It'll go to your house or you can press this button and a contractor come out and change it for you and tune up your HVAC unit. And it's 168 bucks, whatever that is. So those are the types of communications that go out along with things like a question that might be asked of them of like how they live in their house and what's concerning of them for right now. And so how can we add those data points to their dashboard, something they're thinking about doing in the future, just kind of where they are in their house. And we get a lot of answers that help us then make that app smarter. So it allows us to engage. For example, if like, for let's say it's October. In October, you start thinking about cleaning your chimney. Maybe really in September, you start thinking about cleaning your chimney or starting those, get those things scheduled. We're going to send out a, hey, it's time to clean your chimney. But if you don't have a chimney, you don't get that message. It goes into a different flow. And so the reason that our open rates are so high is because everything that we send is relevant and meaningful to that homeowner. I mean, we always see it. Like you see it come out. I, I get them too. I get so many emails from agents and it's like, it's spring and here's 42 things that you should be thinking about doing for your house. That doesn't help me. It really doesn't. And so, if, but if you get those 42 things sent out over a regular cadence and like, can we help you fulfill this one? It's much more useful. It's much more, it's much more engaging as a consumer. And so that's mm-hmm. why we built this this way. Hmm. So lender, lenders and realtors are branded to every single one of those somewhere. Yes. And what I, the reason I say hesitation is that it doesn't automatically have a lender and a realtor, right? It can be, if you put something out and you don't have a, you don't have a co-sponsored lender with you, there's not another, we don't put somebody on there if they're not associated with you. Right, right, right. Yeah. So the de facto is if you're like 88% of all realtors who have crappy follow-up and correspondence and your drip campaign is like saying bye once they move into the house, at least they're going to be touched by you in some way, shape or form on those six to eight emails a month. Right. And So why wouldn't a realtor want to say, hey, look, if you ever need anything regarding a house, why why don't you just call me? You know, ask Joe. You see, realtors do that. They say ask. Okay. And then we interviewed on our show once or twice, Sarita Dua made a big campaign of ask Sarita. If there's anything anyone needs regarding a house, ask her. 
because then you can ask those open questions like, hey, are you thinking of selling? Are you thinking of moving? Yep. Why wouldn't the realtor want to direct everything to them? It, you still can do that. I mean, I think that's still a good strategy to have. But what if they don't? Right. This is just this one extra thing that you can do to maintain that relationship. And and frankly, that was a really big thing. In fact, even when I first started this back in the day was is like, I want my clients to call me. I heard that all the time. And so I don't want to use this because I want them to call me. I'm like, well, OK, well, what if they don't call you? You know, how do they get this thing? And, it's, and now you got Google, you got Yelp. You got, I mean, all these different options and you're getting stuff pummeled, you know, you're getting pummeled by all the stuff in social and on Facebook and, and, in you know, when you, when you log into to your email account, it's all there, right? So it's just an absolutely, I think it's something you should do and encourage people to get back to you. But you're also, when you use this platform, not only can your customer make it easier so you push a button and make it happen. Why the broker wants everything directed to them? Because there's certain triggers, right? Oh. My referral partners, like a roofer and a painter, and you know, all they have to do is say, gee, what's the occasion that you're getting a new roof here? And they're like, well, we need a new roof. They're going to make us change it when we sell. So we thought we would control it and just get a new roof. Or they might say, hey, we need a new roof, but this is my toe tag house. I'm dying here. Right. Is there anything that you send people out on that's a trigger that you notify either the rent, the lender or the realtor and say, hey, these people wanted a quote for a moving truck or something. Yeah. Is there any of that? Absolutely. And so it's like, not only will they be able to you know, order any service, but when they do, everything that they do is a sales trigger. So it's like, you're going to find out when they're painting their exterior. You're going to know when they want to update their landscape. They might straight up say to the concierge, I'm thinking about selling my house and I'd like to have my exterior spruced up, paint the outside. We're going to immediately ping the agent and let them know that they need to reach out to their customer. But there's also other things like one of the things that we have on our platform is an updated home valuation. So, you know, everybody knows the Zestimate and all the other stuff that goes out there. The, our, our home valuation module is basically the best in the industry. So, you know, we have a we have a partner and an investor called Black Knight. They're one of the, the largest data player in the, in the market in the U.S. Yeah. Paragon. Uh, you know, they not only looked at us and said, you know, we, we believe that you're the best solution in the market, but they, and, and so they not only roll us out to their customers, but they invested in us. But we then, part of that deal was we got data and part of that is the, the home valuation module. So when they're checking their home valuation, you're going to get a notification. Their customers checking their home valuation. They want to, and then, and they want to have a question about, you know, how that value came about. It's like, well, you know, this is just a, a computerized guess. The best way to get your your or actual value is to get an updated CMA from your agent. And then that pings the agent. So there's things like that, that you'll always get notifications. You'll get notifications on every job that they order. And you can choose to reach out or not, but it gives you, it gives you some nice indicators when they're in that headspace of maybe doing something. So what happens if they contact the concierge and say, hey, I'm selling. I need three realtors. Then what do you do? <laughs> well, the well, we will direct them back to their actual realtor. We don't we don't provide realtor leads at the moment. Okay, good. That's good to know. Yeah. What's the cost packages like, Scott? So if you were to go to our site and sign up directly, I'll answer the question a couple different ways. A homeowner would pay, they could either sign up for a free account that just allows them to, to store data, but not to order a service, not use the concierge, not collect the home data, not you know any of the other stuff that, that 
we provide a value. But if they want to have all those services, it's a hundred bucks. So we'll one time charge of a hundred bucks. The what about us realtors? The, the realtor client. Yeah. So the realtors have one of three three packages they can buy 100 200 or $400 a month. And that those differences are made up on how many customers they have access to that they can load into the system. But I've, I've created a special deal for, for you guys because of the reach. In fact, you're kind of in my, my backyard and I want to have more love in our, our local neighborhood. That's going to save your agents 70% and save any loan officers 35%. So explain the packages. So Wait, if I, I buy 100, 100, so 100 bucks, so it'd be 30 bucks? Yeah, 30 bucks a month covers covers 200 of your customers with active accounts. Full-blown wow. active and, accounts? Yep. For $30 a month? Yep. How long would that last, that special? That seems good. Well, I mean, if you sign up now, it's you've got it forever. Okay. Okay. Wow. So uh, the, the $100 package, which you're discounting 70% to 30 Let's you, let's us have 200 active clients that are using this site. Each of them. What's the other packages? Like the 400 must be like a thousand or unlimited or something. 1500. Yeah, okay, yeah. which is a lot. Okay, okay. And then okay, 200, wow. 200 is 500 accounts. How would we demo this? Is there like if I wanted to just go take my house and set up my own account so I could play with it, so I could try it? I, I have to assume you have a way to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, we just set it up for you. I mean, you just shoot me or you know our customer service team. Well, shoot it to me because otherwise they won't have to do with it if it's a if it's a trial account. You just shoot me your name, address, email, phone number, and we'll set up the account. Does it have a picture of your actual residence? Yeah, that we upload. It'll preload with a with a Zillow Street photo. Got it. And then Got you it. can change. But you it. can you can change it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Is it a two hundred? Let's say this thirty bucks for two hundred. Is it like once you use it, it's used, or can you cancel people? And, and is it like a two hundred number, or once you use it on a house, that's spent? And Good how does question. that work? If somebody's active in the plus, so let's just say there's there's a couple of different ways that you can create accounts for customers. One is like I'm I'm setting this up for you, Joe. You're gonna love this. It's gonna it's gonna make your life a lot easier. I'm gonna send House Happy your information. You're gonna an email from House Happy. That's one way, and then it's just active and live. The other way to do it is we'll create a URL for everybody who signs up and then they can put it on their social. They can send it out in an email. They can give it to put it on their business cards or their signs or at an open house and they can just give them out like, like, you know, popcorn. And then those people who then actively accept that account and fill out the information, that would be one of those 200. Okay. But I guess to Joe's question, I want to dig deeper in that because it was a good question. Let's say you set up an account for someone. Let's say they move, sell, and they they move out of the area. They're no longer our client. They take down their account and close it out. Do we get to use that one on a new person? Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. So it's not okay. It's kind of it's almost like armless watches, right? Like you, right, you, you're yeah. allowed a certain number, and when you stop using one for this house, you can use it on a different house. Okay. But you know what's crazy is we did a. There's a local. In fact, she she's been on your store or on your on your show, Tammy Witchren. She's been a client of ours for years. Yeah, we don't, Tammy. I think she has about 1,300 customers in our ecosystem. Wow. 87% of her customers five years later are still using the House Happy platform. Talk about sticky. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, well, speaking of people that have been on our podcast, Dill Ward commented here. She said, 
she she brought up what if the client has a terrible experience with a vendor and associates it with you is there talk about that it's a great question so we literally i mean that's one of the first things that people have said in in their concerns about there's two things that people say one is i'm afraid you're going to talk to my customers too much that's six to eight because i don't want my people touch that much it's like well but the math supports and the stats support that it's working really really well the other is I'm afraid somebody's going to have a bad experience with the contract and they're going to blame me for it. I can tell you without <laughs> exception that in the 11 years that we've been doing this, not once has that happened. And, and, and the reason that happens or the reason that it hasn't been a problem is because in every case, they're not used to having somebody on their side to remedy whatever happened. And it's contractors, it's home services. It's going to happen at some point. Even the best pros. We had, Early on, we had like the top roofer who did like six Street of Dream houses mess up on a job. It got taken care of in spades. The customer was more than happy. After that happened, they were, I think they, they did like six major jobs with our concierge team again. And so it's just like, we're there as a representative of the homeowner to resolve anything that comes up. And in the entire time we've been doing this, we had two instances where we had to go after the contractor's insurance to get resolution. That's it. However, in eight years, nine years, 12 years, we've been doing this. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's also nice that I hate referring people to some people who are never pleased with anything. And I just mm-hmm. know I could send the best of any something True. and they'll find something to bitch about. And then all fingers point back at me. So I kind of like that buffer. And the other thing, you said something the other day, I don't know that I fully understand it. So if someone called an Angie's List, those contractors have to pay Angie's List of this VIG that Angie's List charges. So then they have to up their price to pass it to the consumer. And then they kind of drop those leads down on the calendar and they take care of their full bill jobs first. And then two, three weeks later, if it's still there and they have nothing better to do, they'll go service it. But you guys don't have a percentage or any of that. So the people are motivated to take your jobs first, get there, do a great job. So they're in your good graces and do the best job because those contractors get their full amount and there's no transfer of raising prices. Is is that sort of correct? You're, you're mostly correct. So what we learned really early, so I mean, I will be transparent. When we first started with Gruntworks, we believed that the, the business opportunity here was to take a percentage of the job. It's a, you know, it's a $400 billion industry and you get a small piece of that and you take, you know, 10% of the job and you make, make good money. What we learned over the, especially when things got tight in supply, meaning, you know, plumbers were hard to come by, electricians were hard to come by. We learned that one of three things happens when you, when you sell leads or you dig into the pocket of the contractor too deeply is you either get second or third tier pros because the first tier pros are, are busy. You get pushed to the bottom of the priority list or the price gets jacked to compensate them for the price they had to pay for the lead or for the percentage that they're, that they're being taken out of their pocket. So what we, what we evolved to on our model was the contractor can really choose one of a few different packages for us. One is, they pay a whopping $20 when they close the job. When they complete the job, it's just a booking fee. And they're more than happy to do that because they're used to paying $30, $40, $50, $100 for just a lead. This is just a transactional fee that helps them, you know, make sure that, you know, we can keep them, make sure we can keep their compliance up to date and and, and process the jobs and take, take good care of them as well. It was a big problem early on 
when we learn that somebody would say, you know, hey, call me directly next time and you'll save 500 bucks or whatever. It's like, oh, that's like the worst case scenario. You can't have that happen. And so we completely got rid of all of that. So if you look at like the home advisors, the Angie's list, Angie's list is they don't pay for leads, but they pay for relevancy, right? So if you look on Angie's list, anything that comes up on the first page is paid. And so you're you're gonna you're gonna they have to compensate for other marketing costs, and so their prices are tend to be a little bit higher. For Home Advisor, not only is it a terrible user experience because you push your you know you put your information in there and they sell your lead to the five people who are willing to pay the most for it, and now your phone starts blowing up and you got a bunch of people you don't know. Sometimes they don't even know what job it is that they're they're calling on. They just know they got a lead and they might not even be a great fit for it. So from a user experience, it's terrible. But then if you figure that they've paid. Um, let's just say 50 bucks for a lead, but their conversion rate is is roughly 25%. That means they got to pass on that full cost inside their customer acquisition cost to fulfill the job. And so it's, it's just, we didn't want to have that because our customers, I mean, our, our homeowners are our customers, but you guys are our customers. Our duty to you is to help make sure your customer has an amazing experience. That's really where we focus. So everything is about what the customer journey is, what the customer experience is, what the messaging is to them, and to help you guys look good throughout the entire ownership journey that they have their home. Hmm. I mean, where does the lion's share of your monetization come from? From the subscription cost to us, or a little? It's a little bit of both, or we have a really cool model that has it's built on a bunch of micro payments, so that we don't have to kind of get a bunch from any one group. So we make we make our revenue off of our subscriptions. So our, our we have license fees from companies like Fidelity, like Black Knight, like Penn Fed Credit Union, and then the individual sponsors, the lenders and the real estate agents. But then we'll make twenty bucks on a job. We'll have with a half a million accounts created. You can imagine that there's there's some pretty large groups out there that would like to sell. To our customers and they, they've approached us to buy our lists and of course we're never going to sell them any customer information so what we do is we say we're not even going to charge you for an ad but what we will do is we'll promote whatever you can deliver to our customers that has meaningful value so that they can get something of value through us that they can't get somewhere else and so like for example i've got an adt deal that is up to fourteen hundred dollars worth of free equipment that your customers get and they'll pay us when a customer buys a system. And then they'll even pay, some, like in some instances, depending on the, the relationship we have, they'll even pay another, like a spiff to the people who originated it. So like the agent or the lender or whoever. So there's, there's, there's that. But because they don't have any risk, right? They don't have to, they don't have, to have a, a big marketing spend and hope that they recover it on enough sales. So they're able to pass on a better discount to our customers, your customers, for the way our deal works. Again, our whole thing is, is built around what's good for every player in the space, including the homeowner. Is there national advertising on the site? Like if I'm if I log into my account to see my house and and my value and and just check on it, is there Home Depot paying you to be there? Not yet. No. Yeah, that would that seems like that could that could be something too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah. You know, we've had the conversation with Home Depot, but they're like, you know, everything that we do starts with a B. Right? Everything they have starts with a B. So unless we've got, you know, several million users, they're not really even interested. But we do have yeah. some conversations with some national painting companies, you know, like mm -hmm. the big manufacturers that they we're, we're hoping to get one of them on board here shortly because we also want to add their their paint feature that you can mess around inside your 
you know, you can look at what paint color would look great on your wall, right? That's a feature that we want to add to our platform. Are there markets you're not in? You just don't have the relationships, the contractors and all that? No, we got about 104,000 contractors across the U.S. in our ecosystem. But I mean, as you can imagine, you know, the middle of Tucumcari, New Mexico, we may not have a full suite of pros. If we get a job request over there, we actually have what we call our job in hand team to fulfill those so that the homeowner doesn't have to make all those calls. And that means one of your concierge gets on the phone and finds somebody. Got it. So there's never a time in any market. And I know that doesn't apply to us and our listeners. I'm just curious a little bit about your business model. So do you guys have sort of like a review system? Like after a contractor goes out, does a job for them, will that homeowner say, hey, four and a half stars out of five, it was great, but he left fingerprints on the pole he installed. Yeah. So so in every instance, we follow up with the customer post-transaction and we say, you know, we ask them two questions, really. How did we do as your concierge? And then how did the pro do? And we ask for feedback and whether or not there's anything for us to address. We do not post that in like, like we don't have a rating and review section in, in our site because our belief is if you're if you're not getting you know high marks, you're not in our system. If they're in, they're good. If they're if they're not, we pull them out. Okay. So no, public, no public stars of this is how we rank these people. It's just if you employ them or if they're on your list, they're great. And there's no public right. anything. Yeah, because okay. we have a satisfaction guarantee. So we need to make sure that everybody we use lives up to a certain standard so that, you know, we know that if something happens, they've got insurance, that they're, they're you know, highly regarded. They got proper licensing and licensing all over the country is different, right? Somebody might need, unless they're doing a job over 600 bucks, they might not need, you know, a license for something. So we need to make sure that they have all the right stuff and that, you know, we're constantly monitoring how they're doing. Otherwise we put ourselves at risk. Scott, if it's my electrician or contractor and they do, there's an issue, you guys pull them. That's my first question. Do you pull our people as well? Well, I will tell you that there's like, we had a a group in South Carolina that added several pros to our system. And then when we, we still have to check them, right? Because you can use them, but if we're going to put a satisfaction guarantee behind them, we need to make sure that they're properly licensed and insured and they've got good reviews. I think of the of the ten pros that they 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 sent us, and three or four of them had like almost all one star reviews. And so we're like, yeah, you can use them, but we're not going to dispatch them. We'll let you know if that kind of thing happens. But you know, it's not like one strike and you're out either. It's a, you know yeah. how, when, how somebody handles something makes a big difference. Sure. Yeah. Hey, you've talked about Fidelity a couple of times. What's your what's your partnership with Fidelity? They're a huge, they're a Fortune 500 company, yeah. maybe even a Fortune 250 company, I think. But yeah, so Fidelity has been, they were an early, they were an early, they had early interest in our company. And then recently they went pretty big with us and they took a, a, a decent size equity position in the company so that they could add value going forward in their in their business to their business partners through so which would be tycor title lawyers title are you saying they have access to house happy i haven't because i work with lawyers title i had never heard of house happy through them anyway is that coming, it's coming. or it's, it's coming. coming okay yep. is that a recent yeah is that a okay interesting interesting and then all um, these contractors have to sign a contract with you right 
House Happy has some sort of hold their feet to the fire. There's a bar that they need to achieve. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I do want to mention the contractors again a little bit, because I think, you know, while customer retention is fantastic and it's something that we do really well, the, the platform, especially in today's market, is really about how you can activate your customer base, how you can expand your brand, how you can reach new customers. And one of those ways is through your service pros. So when we create a URL for you, you can give that to your electrician for them to share with their customers because they well, or they can also sign up with us directly. And if they sign up with us directly for our premier pro, which is they pay us 99 bucks a month, but then we become their marketing company basically to help them engage all of their customers. If you put them in our system, your branding is on all of their accounts. So if you've got 10 pros with a thousand customers each, now you got 10,000 people seeing your brand and you're not paying for any of those. But if you give them your URL to share and they give it out to all their customers, then you're going to be on their their customers' accounts as well. But those are count towards your 200 or 500 or 1500 or whatever it is. Okay. Hey, Scott. So let's talk. Let's talk like how somebody would move forward with this. Okay. Where would one of our listeners go to sign up with us? Househappy.com is that the site? Yep. I mean, I can post. Like, I don't know if I can post it or not. I can give you a a, a link. That would take you directly to the agent and lender page. I can get you to that. And then but that um, is househappy.com, the name of the site. Yep. Okay. And there's a link that goes lenders, realtors page. Yep. Where we would sign up. Okay. So then we would pick our package. And it sounds like you've got a 70% discount for people that come to you through our podcast. That's awesome. Yep. Thank you. They would pick their package. Let's say they, they want to do the $30 for 200 Okay. I'm assuming that that agent would need to go in there, upload their photo, upload their logo, put in their contact info, maybe put in some of their service providers, correct? Yeah. I'm assuming there's a vetting process on your end where you go, okay, these people are in here. We looked at them. They're all good. They're all licensed, all that good stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we would basically, when, when somebody signs up, we send out an onboarding toolbox that gives them you know, templates and instructions on how to submit customers and all the tools that they need, some, some, you know, some videos they can share with their customers, a whole bunch of stuff for them to use in their business. And then part of that is here's what we do. And we can, we, they can either send us the information or we can pull it off of their webpage because we're also going to, you know, add in where they want their customers to be linked to if they've got a, you know, a funnel they want them to push them back to or a website or a cert, you know, a, a property search portal. Those things all we capture so that when they click on the your photo, it goes to the right place. Okay. And then it's implementation time and we would as a transaction closes or maybe it's closed a year or two ago and we would, we just want to provide them with this tool now. You said we can set up the account for them ourselves. Or we can just send them a link and say, here's your page. What do you find the most success with? Well, clearly, if you, if they don't have to do anything, there's less friction in getting that account live, right? Yeah. So you send us the name, address, email, phone number. It's done and live and they will have it unless they oh. opt. Oh, you can do it. You you guys will actually do it if we provide you the info. Yeah. And so, but what you want to do, because we had some problems with this from some lenders down in Southern California that basically sent us a list of 5,000 people they'd never met. And they're like, how'd you get my info and all that? And so you don't want that. You want to let them know that it's coming. You're getting them a gift that's going to simplify their life. It's a concierge service that you've covered all the costs for, for as long as they're in their home. And just keep an eye out for the house happy email that comes gifting you this, this, this service. That's, that's really all you need to do. 
And then when you send us the information or you upload it to tracksignup.com, then it's then it's done. The other alternative is that QR code or the URL that people can opt into with with your link. Mm-hmm. And the so con- we wanted the, con- to- the consumer can yeah. unsubscribe. Yeah, it's part of the requirements, right? We always have to give them the ability to unsubscribe. And then whoever's their account, like, would I know that they unsubscribed? You will give you periodic reporting on who's in the system and who's actively doing what on top of your immediate triggers that, you know, let you know what the customers are up to. Okay. Just curious. I I like wake up and I'm like blocking texts and blocking emails like every day. It takes about a half hour of my day every day just to stay on top of it. And I'm wondering if someone wanted to block it, could they? And then, you know, are we alerted that they unsubbed from it so we could kill the account and assign it to somebody else potentially? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll let you know how many, I mean, again, and it's whatever for whatever it's worth. We're not crazy sticklers on on like, oh, you're at 201 accounts, so now you got to pay the extra 30 bucks a month. We're not we're not like that. Yeah. So, are there backend analytics for the entire 200 accounts or whatever package you have, showing how many are actively using it, how many are, what your open rate is, and that type of stuff? Yeah, I mean, we'll send you a a, a monthly report that shows you what your customers are doing. Okay, so it would show you have 200 used account, active accounts. This month, 100 people clicked into it, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, there's a few data points that's in there. But yeah, yeah. generally speaking, you're going to see what your customers are up to. Okay, okay. But it, it's, it's, it's macro, right? Like this many people interacted and clicked. It doesn't say, hey, Dave and Susie just had their HVAC serviced. You'll get those as they happen. Oh, okay. Okay. And could I like go to Dave and Susie's account and click on them? And no, you can't see what's going on in in there. You know, it's again, it's all privacy stuff, right? Because they uh, might have because yeah, one of the things that that the, the the platform and the dashboard allows people to do is store things like insurance photos and closing documents and and receipts and warranties and all that stuff, so they have it all in one place. And so you don't want to have somebody else being able to bounce around in there and take a look at their stuff. They don't want you to see that they put a pole in their living room, Joe. Come on. They, they yeah, not. I guess not. What about old inspection reports? I yeah, mean, totally. Yeah, really? in fact, you, you up, if you if you send in an inspection report, so one of the, again, one of the other things that we're doing, we're seeing really good feedback from is people are using this as a lift, listing differentiation tool. So when you go to somebody to talk about getting a listing, these are one of the things that we do. We're going to come in. We're going to do a we're going to do a walkthrough inventory about your home. We're going to capture information. We're going to we're going to get all the model numbers of the appliances, the filter sizes, the paint colors. We're going to store this in your dashboard, and we're going to sell this house with a prepaid concierge service included. Part of that is the agent now gets another set of hands to help them prep the house for sale, manage any inspection related repairs, help that customer move from point A to point B. So we got a moving concierge team too. So if you need to ship stuff, move stuff, transfer utilities, set up cable, internet security, clean carpets, change locks, all that stuff is all handled through our system. So it's just it's it's just a way to help differentiate that. And then when the buyer buys the home, you can transfer this to a new buyer. Hey, we have a question from one of our listeners, Wade Willers, with a, and I'm not sure if I understand this question, but maybe you will, Scott. With a pro account, is it 200 clients per year or is that the cap for the pro account? 
it's, it's 200 live accounts. So if people are actively using their accounts. And then if let's just say that moves into again, I mean, if you go to 201, I'm not I'm not going to like trigger something and you're going to charge get you charged that extra amount of money. It would be, you know, 200 actively, you know, actively live accounts. And then if you get up into the, you know, 300 or whatever, then we'll probably reach out and go, hey, you're you should probably bump up to that next plan if you're, you know, if, if you mm-hmm. want to keep keep growing your user base. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think maybe I do understand his question. So it's not that you you can hand out 200 per year. You can have 200 active at any time. So you could hand out 200, 100 don't use it. You shut those down and you can hand out another 100. Yeah, you don't right? even need to shut them down. Yeah. If they don't activate them, they don't activate them. Okay. okay. Are, there, yeah. are there realtors or lenders who are big clients of yours that you can tell us that maybe we can talk to and say, hey, how do you think about House Happy? Yeah, I mean, again, I do. I go to Tammy Wittrin here locally. She's She's been with us probably the longest of anybody in Portland and probably give you the best insight as to, you know, what she's, you know, what she's seen in our platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we like Tammy. Great. We got her on the show. She did a great job and she's smart too and not scared to spend a little money because that's how you make money, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's been lots of conversation about cost because everybody's kind of hypersensitive to it. Sure. Traditionally, realtors have been pretty tight with their money. And it was the lenders who, if you say, hey, I need 1500 bucks, they'll throw 1500 bucks at you across the room. I think those right. days are kind of over for the lenders. And everybody's a little bit conscious of, you know, what's the value for my money? And will this come back to me? in the way of retention or leads or closing that new listing. So it sounds like great stuff. The pricing seems very, very reasonable, especially with that big discount. Yeah. So how would how would our listeners get that discount? They would go to the site and would there is there a notes field where they say, I, I saw this on the Portland Real Estate Podcast? Yeah. So I'm I'm actually putting it into the chat right now. There's two different codes, one for agents and one for lenders. And there's a reason that lenders don't get as big of a discount because there's some other things that they they can do with this platform that's helpful to the agents. But I'm, I'm putting both of those in there. And that shows up when you go to that, that lender sign-up page. In fact, I'll post that as well. Well, it sounds like some people have found it already anyway, but... I'm going to put it here in the comments on yeah, our I, it, it It lit up in the chat on our chat, but let's put it in masters. And when we bundle this thing and get it out on all the platforms, let's put that little blurb that, hey, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on wherever you listen to a podcast and put those codes in there so people can reference it as well as, you know, all of Scott's info. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I just sent the link to the sign up page as well so they can short circuit the having to bounce through the website. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, what are we not asking, Scott? This is this is all great stuff, but is there anything else? If anybody's known about us for any length of time, they've really viewed us. And in fact, even Joe did when I saw what he put out about, about experiential gifting. Yes, that's a very, very important piece of what we do on the retention side, but the activation, being able to get it out to your customers' database, your, your database, your circle. We've got people in Arizona and Nevada who are literally going into neighborhoods and they're handing out flyers and saying, this is something we do for the people in the neighborhood. We'd like you to use it. It's all the costs have been covered by us. 
it's a it's a way for you to maintain and manage your house and simplify the homeownership experience for as long as you're in it. We just hope that you'll think of us when it comes time to sell your house. It's just there's so many ways you can leverage this platform to help you know lenders use it as a way to reduce shopping, right? So you just meet somebody and you know lending the lending world is so commoditized that you know it's like how do you keep somebody from bouncing to the next the next option or to rocket or to loan depot or something that they they promise this cheaper thing but they lose out on the experience of the loan officer that you know can help them get it over the goal line and and so they're they're using this as a way to connect with that customer that prospect even before they're a customer to help them simplify that part of the journey up until when they actually decide to do something we've actually just started working with with a company called open house masters and they've got a a product called Open Houses Direct, where it, it's a way to for them to capture people who come to the open houses in a really efficient way. And then when they follow up with them, they're basically sending them a text message that's including that URL and saying, "This is something we'd like you to do for your, you know, we'd like to provide to you for you to, while you're deciding on what you want to do. And if you're interested in this house, great. If you you know you're just kicking tires, you're a neighbor or whatever, you can use this while you're still in your house. So it's a way to like extend that relationship and add something of value right after you've met them. And so it's there's more and more things evolving because we keep getting people coming to us and saying, this is what's going on in the market. We need a way to connect with people in a real meaningful way, how to, how to keep connected with them until they do something and how to shake the trees and generate some new business. And if it's about you know offering these to your circle or offering them to your service pros that so they can get out to their customers, whatever, it's just, a, it's a really cool different way to engage a customer because once it's there, once it's in place, you don't need to do anything. We do it all for you. And then we let you know when your customers or your potential customers going to do something that might, or is doing something that might indicate them needing your services. Mm -hmm. How great for farming, like a geographical farm, a subdivision or a neighborhood. Not everybody's going to use it, right? But you, you put your newsletter out or whatever you do with the link. Let's say 50% 50% of the people type it in, they're typing in their information, phone number, email, and then they get to see you every single time an email comes to them. That's pretty amazing, actually. And then the de facto answer is if that broker does absolutely nothing, they're still touching these people six to eight times. That's actually mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Hey, Scott, is there a way to physically mail something to a past client that lets them log in? And use it. Yeah, I mean, you could you could use one of our one of our templates and throw your QR code on it, and they can scan it. And and each one who receives that will have their own unique opportunity to, to start an account. Yeah. So what'll happen is in the 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 URL that we create for you actually is your own it's your own landing page, if you will, that talks about the gift and what you're what you're providing them and the services. And then so each QR code that you know is for you is you know, it's going to take them to that same page, but when they fill out their, you know, name and their email, then, you know, it'll create the account with all your attached information to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you guys find that most people log into this on a phone or on a computer? Do you, um, do you guys know, do you, have you done any? I know that our team knows. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. But you are fully set up that this works well on phone. Is there an app or is yeah. it? The most expansive use is on, it's a mobile optimized web app. And so that's how that's how the most things happen in it. But you, we have a native app for both Android and iPhone. Okay, I'm downloading okay. it right now. 
Well, this is fantastic, Scott. I think we can probably wrap up unless you have any more questions, Joe. But no, this is exciting. We we've we've shared with everybody how to how to get their seventy percent discount. We've got our our codes on here. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's super informative. I think everybody maybe kind of heard about it, but never really knew anything about it. I, I think we're uncovering something that most people, if you said, "Hey, what does House Happy do?" you'd probably get a hundred different answers. And so it's, just, it's so complex. And, you know, a lot of people have, and that's one of my big frustrations. Oh, you're like Angie's list or home advisor. Like, no, <laughs> we're, we're not even close to that, but it's like, and it happens all the time. It's just like, you know, you stand up in front of a group of people and you ask them a question or you, you say, what do you think we are? And everybody's got a preconceived idea of what it is. Say, and, and we all experience that in different ways in, in our in our lives and in our businesses. It's like, oh, you are this because it's what they know. It's what they know and what they what they can attach it to. But we've created a very unique, all encompassing solution that really addresses the needs of the homeowner the connectivity to the agent or the lender at literally every stage of the ownership cycle, whether they're kicking the tires or they're they're thinking about moving or they're prepping their house for sale or they just bought it or they've been in it for five years. You're, there's value added, you know, for all of those players at all stages of that cycle. So it's it's pretty exciting because like as I as I mentioned early on about having multiple apps, multiple solutions for the different things that you need. But you know, you go you go here for an electrician, you go here for a plumber, and you go here for your landscaper, and you go here for your lender, and you go here for your agent. That's that's a terrible experience. But when you put it all together and it allows us to engage that homeowner in a real simplistic way, it's it's solving a big problem. And it's and it's it's kind of an elegant solution to you know the 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 complexities of of homeownership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey we get we've got some good endorsements for you. Juhu, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna say this wrong. So I Juha. 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 Do you want to do you want to say the last name? Was that you, Joe? Juha. I pronounce it mess. I mess it up. Tuaminimin. I've used House Happy for years. Great service. That's fantastic. Thank you. And then Kirk Faulkner. Great stuff, guys. This was new info for me. So good. There was another compliment. There, someone else complimented House Happy. And it was on that post that I deleted when we were having trouble going live, but it said House Happy is amazing, been using them forever. And so there are some people that know about you. And I think there's a lot more that know about you now. And yeah, what a great solution. Yeah. Just give a number. So I I subscribed my first two people yesterday just to yeah. do it. So I knew too. The biggest thing and, and for us, and it's we talk about you know brand differentiation and and so many of us are focused on the transaction and it's just by default because we only have so much time and that's how we get paid. And I think, you know, you can decide if you're going to have a transactional based relationship with your customer or a truly relationship based relationship with your customer. And in the way that that happens is not by engaging them at little periods of time when, when, you know, it's a, you know, when, when you might make money off of them, right. It's, it's how you really show that you care and it's by simplifying their life. It's by being there at all stages. Again, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously I drink a lot of our own Kool-Aid here, but I think it's, you know, it's a very, very good solution for that in particular. And when you look at your cost, I mean, you couldn't create the content for 30 bucks a month. You couldn't have the, you couldn't put out an email for 30 bucks a month and, you know, being able to do this and not have to lift a finger and only engage when, you know, when it's a good time, because basically what we're telling you is a good time. 
you could pay for this service for 20 years and do one deal over 20 years and you'd still have positive ROI. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this was a great show. Thank you so much, Scott, for joining us. Joe, you got any final words? I think we did it. Said it all. The sun's out. Let's go golfing. (laughs) I'm in. Me too. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Scott. We appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Portland Real Estate Podcast, Oregon and Washington's number one show for cutting edge real estate discussions. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to the members of Masters in Real Estate, a private and exclusive Facebook group, and the number one source for all real estate topics. Thanks for being there, gang. I love you. Finally, I want to thank our faithful listeners. Without an audience, we're just two guys talking to each other. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so the new episodes automatically come to you. Make it great.